Welcome to another episode of the Mouth Bottles. Hello. Does that anyone, if anyone listens to this, I guess what I just said doesn't really sound like words. Welcome to another episode of Them Aspergers. You see, you have to announce it. I can't. Why? I'm not very good at it. Because you have a uh, common accent. <laughs> it's, it's harder for people to follow, I suppose. I don't have a common accent. You've got that East End. <laughs> okay, I, I'd love to hear anyone that's from the UK... <laughs> If I sound like a Cockney, because Nikki thinks I sound Cockney, but I don't think I sound anything like that. I don't know if you've ever said anywhere on any of these episodes where you're from originally, so uh, don't say it. But those of you that are from England, or even those that you aren't, if you can guess where Scarlet's from... uh, I think I have said it before. Oh, well then, uh, if you can remember what you said, that doesn't count. But if you haven't heard where Scarlet's from, see if you can guess... Where she's from. She's not a cockney, but uh, I uh, I don't like to tell her she is because she gets annoyed by it. I don't get annoyed. It's not like an annoyed as in I don't want to sound like a cockney. It's that I don't, I don't (laughs) at all. But Nikki kind of clubs together everyone that's from the southeast with the same accent which i think is really weird because i think it's really distinct like distinctive if you're from the east end or if you're from essex or if you're from sussex like they're they're all different accents but to nikki all the same yep everything everyone's a cockney yep everyone everyone but me well yeah that's because you're a northerner i'm not a northerner well midlands (laughs) (laughs) right right how has your week been that's been very well, thank you. Really? Anything been happening? Uh, you know what? I actually thought that I did have something to mention. Oh, no. No. Well, okay. Wait, so you just remembered it, but then forgot it again, or you just remembered it and then thought, I'm not talking about it? No, it, well, neither. I just remembered it, and then I thought, well, this isn't really to do with my week. It's not to do with my week. But I don't know if anyone else thinks that this is a great idea, but I think it's a great idea. When you're watching films and TV shows... Obviously, for someone that's, like, hard of hearing or deaf, they have, like, subtitles. Or even, I guess, if you're, like, watching it in a different language or whatever. There's always, like, you can always have the option of subtitles and then you can read what they say. I totally think that there should be burger subtitles that just explain to you a little bit more what's going on. Because I really struggle with films and TV shows in general. I don't know if anyone else has the same... Thing, but like the other day we were watching something and I had the complete wrong end of the stick about what was going on and you well whenever we watch anything you usually have to pause it every like 10-20 minutes and just let me know anything that's going on that might I might not have got and a lot of the time I haven't got it or I've thought that something completely different is happening because I suppose like you're meant to be able to pick up on little signals and I don't and if like say someone's upset about something but they don't expressly say what they're upset about then I have no idea and it doesn't come to me so I I think there should be burger subtitles on films and tv shows what were we watching oh it was the Sopranos yeah yeah I have to explain to you what the what's just happened if they haven't said it (laughs) 
uh, and if there's like a subtle, you have to kind of have to remember something that's happened in the past and how that character emotionally responds to stuff and how that's different to how they normally respond to how they've responded now. I do have to explain it to you. Usually I can tell. Usually there's a bit that's a bit complicated emotionally and I'll look over at you and you've got this look on your face that uh, it's like someone's just asked you to divide like 6 million and like 32 by uh, 95. Yeah. You've got like that look on your face because you don't understand what's happening. So uh, I have to then pause it and play it back to you. Uh, Well, not play it back to you. I explain to you what's happening and then uh, we go from there. And the reason being... I guess that I can get it more than you is because I spend most of my time watching the NT folk and learning their ways. Yeah, um, whereas I can't... I can do it quite well, I think, with people I know, but with people I don't know, i.e. like people on TV, I just... I have no idea. I find it really complicated to work it out, and I don't watch a lot of TV when I'm on my own uh, without someone there to explain it to me. And, like, when I was younger... If I ever went and saw a film or watched a film with my parents or whatever, I'd always, like, read the back of the case first so I knew what the film was about. And I'd sort of need to know what it was about before I could watch it because that, I guess, sort of, I don't know, it helped me a bit. Uh, One thing I saw, one of the... uh, I saw someone that I think is on the spectrum say, like, talk about the other day, uh, was like how they like films that are set kind of in one room or there's not too many set changes and things like that. And I definitely relate to that because that helps. Why? Because uh, then you don't get as confused. Like I, one, I could never tell the difference between characters. Everyone kind of looks the same to me, especially if they've got like a similar haircut and they're wearing a similar outfit. I need something really distinguishable to tell two characters apart. But if they're all in the same room, then, you know, their clothes aren't going to change throughout the film. Chances are their clothes won't change and the lighting's going to be sort of the same. And it just helps me really, like, not have to spend so much time thinking, who is this character? What What is, what's their deal? And also, I don't have to work out where they are because I know where they are. It doesn't need to like be explained to me. Because if they move to a completely different place, then I'm thinking, where are they? What are they doing there? And usually films don't announce, now we're in the street up the road because of this reason. Do you know what I mean? So it just, I don't know, I find that it's helpful. I can sort of stick with it a bit more. I don't find it as confusing. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing for everyone, but uh, I know it's a thing that I struggle with more, sort of TV and films. I definitely, yeah, I don't tend to watch stuff when I'm on my own. The things I do watch when I'm on my own are um, things that don't require you to have to do that of like, who's this and what's that? Like, I don't watch films on my own, really. I tend to only watch TV shows and uh not like dramas i watch a lot of prison documentaries like real life things uh because yeah i don't have to do the whole what's going on here it's always very explained to you in them fair enough yeah it's just a uh... yeah my week was fine how about you <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah
Yeah, my week was okay. Yeah. Nothing new. Nothing going on. Nothing going down. It's been a little bit rainy uh, this week. What are you saying? Well, you don't like the rain. No, I don't like the rain. So? Well, you find it quite irritating. It's a sensory thing, is it? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of rain. Uh, and Well, it depends. Like, cause I cycle a lot in the rain and I've run in the rain. But I don't like being in the rain if I'm in normal clothes. Yeah. Um, like, it's fine if I put, like, a coat on that's waterproof or I've got an umbrella. No problem. Um, but it's... Uh, are you talking about yesterday? Yeah. Right. And what was weird about yesterday? We were in normal clothes. Yeah. So what's your point? You were there. You experienced it with me. I uh, I can't really... I don't know. There's something about like getting rained on when I'm in normal clothes that uh, really agitates me. Uh, and yeah, you were with me yesterday. I uh, I went from fine to... How was I? <laughs> you were irritated. <laughs> I was going to say I was irritating for a second there. No, you you were irritated by the rain, like visibly. Uh... Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's like having your soaked hair, soaked clothes, soaked legs, uh, especially like if water manages to get in your shoes. Um, yeah, I I find the feeling of rain in my face, it's the, it feels the same as like if somebody's touching my face. Or... Yeah. Something like that. I get like visibly agitated by rain. I'm not a fan of going out in it if I can help it. Um, and yeah, it's got a combination of having wet clothes. There's something about wet clothes on um, me in general. I don't know if it's the weight of it or that they're cold or that they feel different now because they're wet. It's the same sort of thing as people that get agitated by like having um, a label in their top, you know, that rubs them. And yeah. They... I get kind of like that, but it's kind of like all over. Uh, and it can make me quite like angry, I suppose, until I'm dry. But the second I'm dry, it's like it never happened. It's not a long run thing. Um, like I say, sometimes cycling to work, if I get absolutely soaked, sometimes I can get annoyed by it. But then it's the walking, I think. It's walking in it. I walked back from town, like I think the start of this week, because we've had a lot of rain this week. Uh, and yeah, I remember the same thing there. I was walking back, I got about halfway and I was like, found myself like really angry just because I was wet in clothing. Um, but then as long as I've prepared for it, I'm fine. It's just yesterday, I don't know, I believed, I believed Alexa when she told me it wasn't going to rain. So I didn't wear like a hat. I didn't wear, take an umbrella. I didn't wear anything waterproof. I got soaked. I got annoyed. Uh, it makes me like agitated straight away. I'm not sure if, I mean, it must be an Asperger thing, but... I've never heard anybody else who's on the spectrum mention um, if they get like angry when they get rained on. Uh, and it's not like I get annoyed by showers or anything like that. So it's not like when I'm in the shower, it's the same problem. Uh, it's specifically just a rain thing. Um, and yeah, I've always had it. There's just something about getting rained on when I'm dressed that annoys me. Uh, I find it quite irritating it's a bit like you and wind you're not a big fan of the wind no yeah i'm not a fan of the wind um for a different reason but i thought it was quite interesting because with you it's not like with um you know i guess no one or not many people like love being out in the rain there's a lot of people that don't like getting rained on but for you it's definitely like a sensory uh issue 
Yeah, some people don't like getting a bit wet, but I'd, I've never known anyone to get rained on and it makes them angry. Um, some people just get like annoyed that they've like, do you know what I mean? Like, like their hair is going to be a mess or yeah. do you know what I mean? Their clothes are going to be wet and it's going to take ages to dry out. But I don't, it's like, for me, it's quite, it's quite agitating. I get quite like annoyed and aggressive uh, just by it. It's definitely one of my sensory triggers is, um, and I'm not even sure like, I can't think of a time where I've fallen into like say water while dressed to remember if that's like the same feeling. Yeah. Um, I don't think it is, but I'm not sure. It doesn't happen that often. But yeah, uh, the second I get rained on, it's more like with touching my face and my hair that's the main thing. But then once my clothes, if my clothes are wet but I can't feel it, I'm fine. But once the clothes like are wet and then like say it stopped raining and I put my jacket back on and my jacket's wet and I can feel that it's wet, I'll start feeling annoyed again. Yeah. Um, it's like an instant wet clothes to skin kind of thing. Gets me like really angry. Uh, and then if I'm being rained on, I get like really agitated by it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, which is weird considering because I don't actually own that much waterproof clothing. Um, you don't. You'd think that you'd like sort of protect yourself. Have loads of it. Yeah. yeah. But I don't. Uh, yeah. It's odd. I thought I've I've got like a raincoat, but it's quite thin, and if it's quite heavy rain, it doesn't really do much. And um, yeah, you think I'd be like prepared for it, but I don't really have that much stuff that's waterproof. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's nothing else. I'm off now. Uh, I've got time off work again for a bit, uh, a couple of weeks, which is nice. So uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. uh, It'll be good. It'll be good. I'm off uh, for my two. Two weeks holiday where I don't have to uh, mingle with the NT world, so um, or anyone, which kind of like it brings us on to like we've we've been going through like a few topics. There's a few things that people have asked us question wise that we were going to talk about, um, <clears throat> but we like I say we're going through a list of stuff, so we will get around to them eventually. Uh, but this week we were going to cover uh, friends and not friends the TV series. But friends, as in <laughs> friends, uh, and like what it's like to have friends uh, for people on the spectrum, I suppose, or whether you do or whether you don't. Um, and I guess that's what I'm kind of saying with like my two weeks off. I'm not going to be hanging out with friends. Every time I take time off or take holiday, people are just always like, so what are you going to do with your time off? Are you doing anything nice? Are you going anywhere? Are you seeing anyone? Uh, in particular with this two weeks off, I, my brother's wedding is sort of halfway through it. So I've got like a week off, then it's my brother's wedding, then I've got a week off the other side of it. Um, but I'm not really seeing anyone apart from you. Yeah. You know, I have to see you. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's the price I must pay <laughs> like for everything else. Uh, it's, um, yeah, I won't be seeing anyone. And it makes me think about like, friends in general because i know we did an episode on relationships and the episode on relationships was like uh it was more like when you're in a relationship with someone boyfriend girlfriend whatever um but like we've been talking about friendships lately me and you in general um because obviously you've started a new job you're working um you know like there's people at work you know when you start new jobs you have to have like you have to do you have to do this thing where you had like a gathering to get to talk to people and meet things and meet people and that kind of stuff and it's the same with my work sometimes people get sent on lunch at the same time and I'll see them both like sat on the same bench talking to each other and I do think like oh uh, that looks 
horrible. Yeah, like who's gonna who wants to spend lunch talking to someone? Mm-hmm. Like when I have my lunch, I genuinely walk about ten minutes away from where I walk works. So where I work is in like a big shopping centre. Um and there are benches right outside where I work and I eat my lunch on a bench for my lunch break. Now because I know that like people go in and out of that of my shop that I work in constantly and I've had people that are customers talk to me because they've seen me in there before and think they can have a chat with me. Um, and there's like people that work there that, you know, because we're colleagues, they think we're friends, so we can talk outside of work. So they think they can come and sit and talk to me. Um, I go to a bench that's so far away from where I work that I will not bump into anyone because there's no reason for them to walk past me. Obviously, other people go in the shopping centre if they want to buy their lunch from somewhere. But where this bench is, no one can find me um, because it's not in an obvious bit. So I like to go there on my lunch, spend an hour sitting on a bench. I listen to my audiobooks. I eat my lunch. I drink some coffee. I go back. And the reason for that is I don't want to talk to anybody on my lunch. And I'm kind of like that like in life in general. Like I will talk to people... While I'm at work, yeah, because I got to work with them. But outside of work, I don't hang out with the people that I get along with. And I've found out that some people that I work with are now like playing online with each other and being involved with each other and that kind of thing. But it's not for me. Like in school, in college, uni, whatever, I did have friends there, but that that's because like you you can't avoid it. I mean, you can. You've got like a. <laughs> A skill of avoiding it like you go in and out of jobs you don't really make friends with people while you're working with them I don't know what you were like in uni but I know you had a couple of friends but the people it sounds like that you went to your poker nights to and that kind of thing was because your boyfriend was friends with them and you lived with him so you went with them and like that kind of thing um but I've had friends depending on like what institute I was in. So when I was at school, I had like the same set of friends. But the second I left school and went to college, I ditched those friends and then made college friends. And then when college was over, I ditched those friends and then made uni friends. But I only ever saw them like within the confines or whatever it was. So I'd only see them at school. Actually, no, I used to see some kids after school, but school's the only time that ever happened. But that's because like parents in general... You know, they want you to, you know, have friends and, you know, after school stuff, hang out with people, that kind of thing. So that was different, not counting school. But college, I never saw anybody that I knew outside of college. Uni, never saw anybody I knew unless we were at uni together. Um, And then, like, work the same. I mean, slight variations for me as I got older. I ended up living with some people that I worked with. So I had to go into a house share. And I live with some people I work with. So, you know, you see them outside of work. It's hard to not see them because they'd knock on, like, your bedroom door. Do you want to have a drink? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I've never been someone that, like, wanted friends or needs friends. Or, like, my my ex, um, she liked to have friends. So, like, when she had days off, she'd hook up with friends, you know. She had loads of them. She'd meet up with them. She was always making new ones. And she could talk and be friends with anyone. Like she could just meet someone, talk to them, get to know them, become pally with them. And then she'd be like, oh, I'm going to dinner. I'm going for a coffee with, uh, do you remember that woman we met uh, here that we had a little chat with? Um, You know, (laughs) I'm now going for a coffee with her. And I was like, how? How do you even know this person? Um, Whereas I, I don't have them. I'm not someone that needs friends. Once I, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's something that I've never... 
I don't miss them. I don't feel like my life is, do you know what I mean? Like missing that element of like friendship with people. Like I don't have a best friend. I don't have someone that like I talk to. I just don't, you know. I've yeah. got you. Me and you talk. I yeah. tell you stuff. Yeah. But that's it. Like I, I don't really like feel the need to um, to keep a close group of friends. And I've never had a friend that I would say that I've been friends with for. So like my longest friendship, I suppose, is with the guy I went to school with. And that's only because school is longer than college. College is two years. Uni's three years. School's like. I mean, I knew him for five years of secondary school and two years of primary school. So I was his friend for seven years. But that's just because we went to the same schools. Yeah. He lived on the same street as me. Um, But like the second school was over, even though he lived on the same street as me, I stopped seeing him the second I turned 16 and finished school, you know, because I didn't need to see him anymore because he wasn't in my classes. I wasn't seeing him on a daily basis. so I didn't need to see him after. At that point, I'd gone to college. So I didn't see the point in hanging around with him as much, you know. So I'd say that that's the longest friendship I've ever held. But had school have only been a year, I would have only known him a year, you know. And I am one of those kids that changed area. So I was friends with people when I lived in one place and then I moved when I was nine to a different area. Um, And then so therefore the friends I made from like four to nine, they were gone because I'd moved. You know what I mean? Like they, they did like a scrapbook of like, knowing them and I did that thing where I was like yeah we'll keep in touch I'll uh, come see you you know you're only like five miles down the road even though I've changed schools I've not moved that far away really (laughs) we'll stay like in touch of course we will you know we've had such a good time I'm such a good friend we'll see each other all the time still literally like the second I was like in the moving (laughs) and, and down the road like that was it I never heard from them again I think I bumped into the one of them like something like 10 years later because of like my facial recognition thing, I knew who they were. I can remember their name. I know how I know them. But they were looking at me like, you seem familiar. <laughs> uh, and I thought, well, I'm not going to say anything. Because if I say something, like, you know what I mean? Like, we'll have to catch up. What you've been doing? How's your life now? How's things going? So he went, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I recognize you. Why do I recognize you? And I just kind of went, don't know. And we've <laughs> just got one of those faces. But in my head, I was just like, we went to primary school together. But I just thought, don't say it. Because then we'll have to like talk. What if he suggests going for a coffee or <laughs> like, you know, we should catch up and do a night out, you know, and I'm still friends with, do you remember this person there with these people now? We should go do this. And I just thought it was better to pretend like he's mistaken me for someone else. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. I mean, like, how do you feel about friendships? I mean, you're younger than me. So like, I suppose your time of finishing school and that kind of thing wasn't that long ago. You haven't moved around as much as I have, I suppose. So You've not had to jump big groups of people constantly, but like, would you say that you're someone that, I mean, I say this like, like I don't know what the answer is, but for those that are listening, (laughs) Scarlett, (laughs) would you say you're someone that uh, needs friendships, requires friends? Have you ever yearned for a friend? Have you (laughs) ever had like a day off from work and you thought, well, I wonder how they're doing. I'll send them a message. Maybe we should catch up. You're one of them people? No. That's it. Like, I've been talking for, like, <laughs> ten minutes and all you're going to contribute is no. <laughs> why are you even doing this? Like, why do I even keep you around for this podcast, I tell you? Divulge. <laughs> I've never really had, like, well, no, I've have. i had friends. Um, <laughs> I don't really know. I don't think I've ever really thought about 
a friend being like a friend of mine. It's more just being like this is someone that I can use to hang out with. Um, like I, they can. Ah, no, because I want to say like I can use them to my advantage, but not in a like manipulative way or anything. But like if I've got friends, then I don't appear uh like weird i suppose it's always the like they always when people want to throw around like names at school it's always like oh they're the weirdo with no friends right um and that sort of thing whereas so i feel like i i figured you need to have friends to not be a weirdo uh even though now i just don't care and if people want to say <laughs> that not having friends makes you weird then i'm weird cuz i don't care um, but like, I've never been the sort of person that always had loads of friends. So when I was at school, I always just had like one friend and then they would have friends who I guess by extension would be considered almost like my friends. But yeah, I was never in like a group or anything like that. It was more just, I had one person and this one person was someone that I could use. So I wasn't always like on my own um yeah I'm also like I'm not really like a big talker and I don't go into my life very much like I don't talk about myself other than on this podcast I don't really talk about myself or like how I feel or what my opinions are and stuff and I don't really talk all that much to begin with so I don't really see that I would be like a particularly fun person to be friends with like I'm not very I don't wanna <laughs> what I just sound so rubbish I, I don't talk um yeah like I, I don't know I can't see myself uh being like I'm not the sort of person that people just want to have as a friend because what am I going to contribute yeah, but you must have had people that were friends with you that send you messages, you know, ask you how you're doing. Like, I don't know. It's because I've had that. I've had it where, like, I've known someone and with someone I've been their friend. And then when they want to do something, they've invited me to stuff. So, like, if you were someone that was the weirdo or not interested in that kind of thing, like, you wouldn't get invites for stuff. But you told me all the time that people used to invite you to things. And try and bring you to stuff. So I guess you weren't, like, too odd. No. Well, I feel like I was very... Um, I mean, I was a bit odd, I yeah. suppose. I was a bit of a... Like, a little bit of a loner, I suppose, for lack of a better word. I but did... that was choice. Oh, yeah, out of choice. Like, it's, and nothing that I cared about. Like, I didn't care if people thought that about me. I just... Yeah, I just didn't care. But I think, like, I'm this... I... And I probably still am. Like, I'm a bit of just sort of vanilla, you know? Like, I, don't, I didn't... I feel like I got invited to stuff because there was never any reason to, like, hate me, really. Like, I'm not... But also, there was never a reason to want to be, like, my best friend. I was always just, you know, just a bit in betweeny, a bit of a floater. But you had best friends. Or, well, not... People that you'd consider best friends, but you had people that considered you your you their best friend? I don't know. I would say it's probably more the other way around. Like, I'd be like, yeah, they're my best friend because really, like, they're my only friend. And right. they would probably be like, yeah, Scarlett, she's a, 
she's all right <laughs> but they've got other friends but it would be people like I would use the one person because it would help me with things so like you know one person that I would walk to school with because then I don't you know I don't want to walk to school on my own uh because I don't like walking into rooms on my own so I didn't want to walk into my form room on my own so I'd walk to school with someone and then we would go into the form room together uh and I had like I had a best friend in sit form who was great because she would basically decide everything for me I'm not very good at making decisions but she would just sort of tell me what I'm having for lunch and tell me what we're doing for the day and what I'm wearing to something and stuff like that like she was very I suppose uh bossy she was like a very bossy person but that worked well for my personality because I'm like the opposite of that so together we actually worked like balanced each other out very well and also like you know we uh did a lot of the same subjects we both did maths and sociology so we were in like the same classes a lot uh and she was very into maths uh we ended up doing like the same course at uni and everything so like we worked well together because we could study together uh and yeah our personalities sort of like balanced each other out but I wouldn't say like I have a craving for friendship like like what you said if I've got a day off I never think well that's good I can spend my day off hanging out with this person it's just not something that I feel is really it's not really necessary for me I enjoy hanging out with you but I do kind of see do you kind of see like other people a little bit more like a different species and it's not because they do anything wrong it's just I always feel like there's some sort of barrier in place that's not really letting us bond I think like I feel I feel a lot of the time like I'll say things that and I don't know if it's specifically like NT to burger or if it's just me to the rest of the world but sometimes I feel like there's almost like I'll say something and I'm just completely misunderstood or like don't get it but then I also feel the same way like people will talk to me about their problems and like I've said before like I'll overreact to things that are nothing but also not care about things that are actually quite a big deal so if someone's moaning to me about something that's actually quite like important I just there's just this barrier there of like I just don't quite understand so I feel like there's always yeah like I I don't need that I'm also quite an in like I quite like my own company so yeah 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 I'm the same um two things I suppose at what point did you realize you didn't need friends anymore so you kind of said you got to a point where you just thought I don't need this and so like Obviously, like, for NT people, there's something they get from friendships because, obviously, they they have friends. They like to hang out with their friends. You always see, like, uh, you know, lads' nights, girls' nights, you know. Yeah. Nighting with the girls, like, that kind of thing on, like, Facebook and that. Uh, and, like, people that want to see. And they're like, oh, I haven't seen them in ages. It'd be good to catch up. Like, I hear that kind of stuff all the time. So I know that NT people must get something from friendships like from being friends with someone and there's people that I've known for a long time that that used to live where I live now I used to live in Bournemouth they've left Bournemouth but then like because their family's originally from here they'll come back every now and then and when they come back they want to like meet up see how I'm doing see what's going on 
Do you know what I mean? Like, so there's definitely something there. Like for me, it was different. I always found that when I hung out with friends, when I had to, when I was younger, it was kind of like a forced thing, you know, like I know that like my parents like would make me hang out with the local kids and that kind of thing, because that's the things that children do. And like you said, you don't want to be like singled out as the one that doesn't see anyone. Yeah. And it's different for like those kids that are NT that don't hang out with people, you know, that are seen as the weirdo because their interests and how they are isn't suitable or doesn't match the behavior of the people that are hanging out and doing stuff. You know, like if a load of kids want to go play football, but you're like someone that like studies insects or something. Yeah. You know what I mean, like there's always that like standard thing. But I always felt with me, like it was just go out and play with other kids because that's what kids do. So do you know what I mean like I was always sent out to play with children because that was the normal thing for me to do and I always felt like it was a bit of a chore you know yeah, like I'd, I'd go do it but I always like spent the whole time thinking how long is this gonna be and oh I'm gonna have to talk to these people I've got to pretend I'm interested in the things that they're interested in uh and stuff like that and because of like my masking um I knew that to appear NT I have to have friends I have to appear normal so I would just find a role within that group of people I'm hanging out with that was missing so like if they were missing like the funny one or they were missing the I don't know I'm trying to think of like another like stereotype of a group um if I noticed it wasn't there if that's the group I was yeah. in I'd become that one of that group uh, and then people wouldn't I wouldn't draw attention to myself people wouldn't think he's a bit odd he's a bit weird you know like nobody ever said why do we hang around with Nikki he's a bit of a weirdo um i just keep all that normal like autistic stuff to myself and then just be whatever i had to be while in their group which was like massively draining but it's what i did to appear nt so i would purposely hang out in groups of people like big groups i wouldn't just have like the one friend like you had i'd have several yeah um and i'd like jump in between them so you know when i was in one lesson i'd have a group of friends to like when i was here when i was in college i had like friends depending on which project I was in and like that kind of thing uh but I'd always have several on the go I'd always know what my role is between those people and it was all part of just the blending in so I knew friends were essential these days no I don't anymore I don't have any friends I don't see anyone like I see my ex every now and then because we get along but that's like a once a week kind of thing uh, and that's just for a coffee and that's just because um I like listening to her stories of what she's been up to like you come to the same coffee with me uh, and just the things she's been up to that week it's always interesting to listen to so I find that different to like normal friendships where you like talk and ask about things like she'll just tell me what she's done for the week but it's always some like crazy adventure so it's it's more interesting to listen to yeah um so I know where it started I know that initially it was my mom saying go see people and obviously Parents don't want kids to be lonely and they don't want them to be the outcast or like the social reject or like that kind of thing. Because uh, I know that like for NT people, if you're that person that doesn't have any friends and is the loner, it, it's quite like, um, it's not good for like the self-esteem and that if you're the, you know, pick last in a sport and like that kind of thing. Yeah. I've seen where that has like an effect. But I feel like when you're on the spectrum when if all the kids that I went to school with like oh we don't want to hang out with Nikki he's a bit of a weirdo I'd be like fine that's fine but um because of the whole I used to get in trouble a lot because of my autism like as a kid it used to like attract a lot of negative attention I started pretending to be NT so to make the negative attention go away 
and part of my like charade of being normal was to have friends so I forced them on myself but also maintained I had like a healthy selection of friends at all times um but yeah my original point to ask you (laughs) was like you said that you don't do it now and you don't have friends anymore and obviously the reasons you had them was probably the same as the reasons I had them yeah um at what point did you stop having friends like was it after you got diagnosed or was it around the time I suggested to you you might be autistic because I know you said that now it's easier for you to get out of stuff. So when your so-called friends say, do you want to go do this or should we go for a night out here or do you want to come to dinner for this? You tend to just go no instead of doing the thing where you'd say yes and then try and get out of it. You just outright say no, it's an autism thing. Even though I know you're not like me and you don't tell everybody you've got autism, you just in your head know that's why you're saying yeah. no and you feel less guilty. At what point did you think I don't need to pretend like I need friends to hang out with now and I'm okay hanging out on my own. Because I know at work, the last your current job and the job you had before, you purposely didn't make friends with the people. Like they, they go for the, you know, like most people when they go to the pub on a Friday night together, yeah, you don't go to that. When they all hang out together at lunch, you don't do that with them. When they're talking and like doing their everyday small talk stuff, you're not involved in that. But obviously there was a point where you always did that kind of stuff. And then there became a point where you didn't. Like, I'm just trying to think, like, one, at what point did you decide I'm going to have to have friends even though I don't really want them? And then at what point did you decide, actually, I don't need them. I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, I don't know about when I decided I had to have friends. I feel like it was always... It wasn't so much I decided I have to have friends. I think a lot of it was, like I said before, like, I have to this can work to my advantage. I think, like, I didn't have many friends in primary school, from what I remember. Um, like, I, yeah, I didn't really. I just had, in the typical way you have in primary school, you'll play with people from time to time. I actually remember I spent most of my, like, lunch times and the breaks at primary school. I learned to hula hoop really good. <laughs> I just, uh, like, would be on my own just hula hooping. I remember that being, like, a thing I did. So I didn't really hang out with people very often then. But I do remember my first... I would say, like, my first re- real, like, friend was at the end of primary school. Um, so I was probably, like, like 10, 9, 10 was when I actually made an effort to make a friend. But it was because we were both toilet monitors which meant that at break what's that yeah i'm going i'm going yeah so uh it meant that if because i was like we can use this this is a great idea so me and this one other girl we didn't have to go outside at lunchtime and break time because we would just stand in the toilets making sure that no one caused trouble so if someone did come in to the toilet they wouldn't be mucking about but no one ever came into the toilet at lunch break. But it just meant that I didn't have to go and hang. Not Because uh, I wouldn't even hang out. But I wouldn't have to be in the playground with all of these like loud children around me screaming. And just be in this toilet. And it was tiny. There was like three cubicles. And that was for boys and girls. Uh, and we would just kick the doorstop from one another. Basically just playing like football but like goal goalie football i guess yeah uh and that was all we would do all lunchtime we actually me and this other girl we were also stair monitors which meant that on our other break time we just stood at the stairs and made sure that no one was messing about on the stairs 
So that was what we did. And I feel like that was, again, it wasn't so much a, oh, we're friends for this reason. It was just, this is cool. Because I'm friends with this person, I don't have to do things that I don't want to do. And I think that was probably the first time that I realised that friendships is a thing and it can be beneficial because you can like half a half a job and you can share and it can be helpful which I think is how I then started to look at friendships like it can be useful to have a friend for this reason or whatever um when I stopped making myself have friends I think was when I finished school well for me when I finished sick form because then I didn't Neat, like I didn't have to pretend anymore definitely when I first came to uni I realized that I don't really need friends and uh, like you said I did sort of have friends yeah because um when I first met you I always thought you and uh Chris were yeah. like uh like best buddies yeah um you both started working at the same place that I work now together like you were quite chatty you used to like eat lunch in his car and do you know what I mean? Like, you used to go both go to the casino together. I just thought you were, like, proper, like, friend friends. Which is what initially I wouldn't have... Because of that, that's why I didn't recognise that you were on the spectrum. It wasn't until I started talking to you, but if I'd have weighed it up on what I'd seen of you in your own, like, personal ways, how you were with Chris, uh, and I realised that you two weren't, like, in a relationship or anything. I knew you were just friends. Just the way you were, it was quite a normal what I would consider like a normal NT friendship so I would say off that alone I'd never be able to identify you as someone on the spectrum because of the way you pair of you were you were always like playing poker together on various nights (laughs) you'd been to the casino we went out on a staff leaving do uh, and you and him were like quite pally on that you seemed quite normal then it wasn't till like a long time after that, that I realised that you were complete opposite to that. But if I think about how I saw you then, I'd have had you down as totally an NT and that you and him were like proper good friends. Like even the way you were, you worked together, like you had a lot of like in jokes and like stupid little like things the pair of you would just do. Um, But then after I got talking to you, I realised that uh, you two weren't that close at all. But uh, at the time, I would say that I had him almost pegged as like your best friend. And that's why you both applied to the same job together and all that other stuff. No, yeah. Yeah, so when I came to uni, I realised that I didn't actually need friends, really. Uh, And in my first year of uni, I didn't really... Initially, when I first started my course, I did sort of fall into this group. uh, But then they were... All they wanted to do was go out and get drunk. And I realised that that wasn't what I wanted to do. So I just stopped sort of... I stopped doing stuff that I didn't want to do, which was that. So I didn't go out with them. And then my boyfriend was friends with Chris. So I became friends with Chris. And I would say, yeah, like, I would say we were friends. Um, This particular guy is, like, he's a little bit awkward. Or not awkward, he's really chatty. But, you know, he's not, like... he's a, He can be a little bit odd, I would say. He's a little bit of a... Like, and I like that. Like, if someone's got a little bit... I, I Like, I say odd, but I don't mean it in a bad way. Just, like, if someone doesn't necessarily fit into, like, the stereotypical norm, which is what he's a bit like. So that, like... And it... Like, I would say we are, we are friends, or we were friends, but I probably ham it up a little bit more as well, just to make it seem like I'm more NT. So we went to the casino, I think, twice we'd been 
to the casino. So then, like, I can just mention it then because we've done it. So then if anyone ever is like, oh, what did you do? Well, I've been to the casino with Chris, even though that was, like, six months ago. Yeah. I can just mention it. And it would it would be things like that, like yeah, the poker nights. Again, I didn't really do the poker nights. My boyfriend would go to poker nights. I went to a couple because they were in my flat, so I couldn't get out of them. I didn't go to the ones that were elsewhere, but like the ones in my flat, I'd sometimes join, but it would get to like 10 o'clock and they wouldn't even be halfway through and I would just go to bed. I'd be done. Like I wouldn't carry on because it was too much for me. Um, and me said, I don't know if you said, but so Chris and I, we interviewed for the job together and we got the job together. So we worked together uh, and we were at uni together. So a lot of the stuff we would talk about at work would actually just be uni stuff, but it would make it seem like we had like a friendship. But really, we'd just be saying like, oh, what time are you getting to uni tomorrow and stuff like that. Um, so... And, like, I, it was not that I didn't enjoy his company, but we didn't really hang out. We weren't, like, big hangers. We would do some stuff sometimes, but... And it, that was literally the only person that I did actually hang out with at uni, so I didn't really do anything with anyone else. Just Chris, like, from time to time. Yeah, I would say that. that but that in itself is what I'm saying, is, like, it made you appear neurotypical, which is why I... Do you know what I mean like had friends? Yeah. Uh, for because I knew it was a good way to um, appear normal, and because of you and like your friendship that I could see, it hid it completely. You know. Yeah. Um, but you decided that. I mean, now you could make new ones, but you just don't want to. Yeah. Well. It's not that, like, I absolutely hate it. Like, I enjoyed that friendship, but it's not something that I need. And it was there because it was there. Like, it happened, whatever. So if Chris would say to me, like, oh, should we do this? Not all the time, but sometimes I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. But I don't need that. Like, I don't seek it. I don't go out of my way to seek it. So now, like, for most of for most people that I went to uni with they're done with uni everyone I knew is done with uni uh of my year so now I don't feel the need to go out of my way like I would never message someone to be like shall we hang out it doesn't appeal to me I'm more than happy to be on my own um so yeah I I would say that it's not it's not really a something that's necessary for me I don't care I don't need it I don't like being forced to have friends. I don't like being made to feel like I have to have friends when I'm more than comfortable being by myself. I think that's the thing that maybe bothered me a little bit, just when you're younger and you're kind of made to feel like you have to to fit in because it is an odd concept and I get it. for It's not even necessarily people on the spectrum as a whole. I know it's more common for us to be like a bit solitary, but... I know that there are loads of people on the spectrum that actually do enjoy friendships. And Yeah, I was going to say that for this alone, this episode, um, I don't know, this, is a, this isn't like a general no. autism rule. I know of people that are on the spectrum that have specifically Asperger's that like company. Um, yeah. I've got somebody that I am friends with on Facebook. I mean, obviously, yeah, I say friends with the Facebook. Somebody I've got on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, who is always like uh she's always going to the cinema 
and she's always just putting it out there like invites I'm off to the cinema who wants to come with me yeah do you know what I mean like and she's always doing it and she doesn't like going to stuff like that on her own and I don't know if like I mean it could be like kind of cynical of me but I don't know if she's just looking for friends to go to the cinema with her because she wants to go to the cinema but can't go on her own because obviously you've got the got to go into town got to get on a bus you know I mean got to buy a ticket at the box office do you mean you got to do all this stuff that would be hard for somebody on the spectrum to do so you're rounding a friend up to go do all that stuff for you. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that's what they're doing, but that's what I think. Because for me, I don't see the benefits of friendships. The only benefits I could see of friendships was, one, it makes me look NT if I have friends. And two, because I like to mimic NT behavior and NT emotions, I liked having friends because I could watch them do stuff. When you've got a friend, they tell you like stuff, do you know what I mean? Like personal stuff. Like yeah. if they're having a hard time with a relationship they're in or they're struggling with like work or family problems or whatever. When they've got a friend, they've got a friend they can tell stuff to. And I could watch like normal emotional reactions to things that happened to them. It was one of the things, I guess, that made me realize that I was autistic was friends. If I didn't have them, I might not have noticed that there was something different about me. Yeah. The only way I noticed is because my friends in school, sec- you know, like college, whatever, they used to tell me situations that had happened to them in their life and I would compare them to what other people have said and everybody was having the same reaction, you know, everybody was having the same emotional response to similar scenarios in their life. And then when they were asking me what I think or what they think I should do, my responses were always like, um, well, initially at the start, they were always like something completely different, which is what made me realise that I was different. But then when I realized that giving those answers made me stand out, I started memorizing the answers I'd heard other people give in these situations and then just regurgitating them back to people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I've had a breakup. What should I do? Um, do you know what I mean? So in my head, I'm thinking, like, what does it matter? Like, you were just in a relationship with someone, but you'll move on. You'll find someone else. Like, it's not a big deal. I don't know why you're getting upset. Like, I wouldn't get upset. It's just this happens. But I know that in saying that, it makes it seem like I don't care and I'm not a very good friend. So I just remember some advice I'd heard somebody else give someone else that had been broken up with it and then repeat it. Yeah. And then watch their emotional response. And because I know what emotional response I'm trying to get out of the NT person I'm talking to, because then I know that the conversation's going in the right direction. I just remember what I've seen other friends do and then move that on. Because you don't get that kind of like personal stuff from just random strangers. So to like up my NT game and my fake emotional responses to stuff, I like to have friends so I could watch them do stuff, take note of it, and then repeat it later on in life so I would appear normal. But in my head, I know the answers I'm giving are not the things I'm thinking. And I think because I'd compare myself to them and how they're doing stuff, that's when I realised that I'm different. And I realised that I'm not the same as them at all because my... My responses to them are not the same. Um, but that's it. That's the only things I can think of for me with the benefits of having friends. And now that I feel like I'm trying to mask less and I'm trying to appear less NT because I'm still like, even though I was diagnosed a long time ago, I'm slowly like trying to stop behaving in a way that's not me. And I feel like in not having friends, that's helping me become more like how I actually am yeah because I'm not trying to impress anyone I'm not trying to appear normal and I know that when I'm around people I automatically go into that so I feel like that's a negative for me having friends is I'll never be myself 
if I'm around them all the time. Yeah. But if I'm not around them at all, I'm, I'm more myself these days because I don't keep friends. Like, I'm not in any... Apart from work, and work, I don't see anybody outside of work. And at work, I've started talking to people less anyway because it's more accepting now of me being able to do that. Um, but I don't see any other real pros other than... Um, I was talking to you about this lately. Uh, I read an article... I say read an article. I didn't read an article. I saw a headline to an article <laughs> that said... Um, I think it was Temple Grandin was saying that it's a bad thing to let people stay inside their comfort zones. So I I do feel like that my mom making me go play with the other kids and make friends with other kids pushed me out of like my comfort zone, which made me develop new skills that I wouldn't have developed had I have not bothered hanging out with them. I would have been and I've always said this, like I've said it before, that because I'm a late diagnosis, I feel like my autism has developed in a way as more of like a survival thing. Um, I've learned loads of coping mechanisms to just deal with life in general. Yeah. Uh, whereas I feel like those that diagnosed young and then aren't pushed outside their comfort zones, they don't develop the same survival techniques and coping mechanisms because they don't need them. So it's it's a different thing. But I can't think of any genuine... I, I wouldn't say that... And it sounds kind of bad when you say it, but I wouldn't say I got any like actual enjoyment from friendships you know yeah um i wouldn't say there's something i did with friends that i found like massive enjoyment of and looked forward to doing it again sometimes at the time i didn't mind doing it and sometimes at the time i didn't feel like it was a big like pain or a big chore but i didn't get anything that you know like how sometimes like i'm playing a computer game and i'm like oh i can't wait to play that again or i go for a run and i'm like oh i'm looking forward to my next run or do you know what i mean yeah like I bake now, like yeah. with my baking, I look forward to the next thing. I'm gonna yeah, bake yeah. Kind of thing. I don't feel like when I did anything with friends, I just thought, oh, this was amazing. You know, we'll do this again sometime. I just kind of thought like that's out the way. Yeah, I think for me, a lot of the time when I was doing something with friends, um, it was all about the thing we were doing. It was never like, oh, I'm really looking forward to seeing this person for this. But I know um, with um, oh. one thing... I really liked doing was uh we used to like go out for dinner a lot and I obviously I love going out for dinner I love food I love reading menus I love knowing what I'm gonna have Mm. but it was always that (laughs) 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 it was always that that was like the thing it wasn't like oh yeah we're gonna hang out it was where are we gonna go and what am I gonna eat and like there was one place that she worked at oh it was so good Oh well, I can't just think about it. it's closed down now. It makes me so sad. But oh, it was so they did the best chips ever, and they did this mushroom burger. Like I'm vegan, so it was like a burger bar. But they did a vegan burger, and it was oh, it was just a it was to die for. They changed the brioche bun out for like a seeded bun, and it was just beautiful. And it was all about that. So if ever like we had plans to hang out, and then she'd go, oh actually, like I don't really fancy that tonight. Do you want to just come around mine? I'd be like, no, why would I, what? (laughs) That wasn't, I don't understand. Why would that be the same? It's not even on par with what we were going to do. So I I guess that um, was a... But like, do you, do you feel like there were any, I mean, other than burgers. Yeah. You enjoy eating burgers. So that was a benefit of having friendships. Do you feel like your development as a person was better because you, you kept friends or... Did you ever really enjoy 
any friendships you had other than, you know, burgers? I think, I agree with you. I think I mimicked people. So I think I definitely would pick up on, I it wouldn't mimic the whole person, but if I ever thought something that someone was doing was like funny or I just liked one of their mannerisms, I would sort of not even necessarily deliberately, but just sort of pick it up. Uh, I know I worked with someone at one point that I really liked the way she spoke. I just thought it was funny. She spoke in a like really particular way. And I sort of slowly started speaking like that because it just sort of happened. Um, but again, I think it helped me to maybe fit in with the NT world. I think there are a lot of times where it probably caused me a little bit of stress. Um, or I'd be worried because I'd realise that I'd say something that was maybe like had made me stand out. Um one thing that I do think is definitely beneficial, not that it necessarily should be, and I'm not saying that it's right, but I think it teaches you how to fit in in the NT world. Uh, because sometimes I, now that I don't hang out with NT people as much, I feel like it's good that I still go to work and I have to be around NT people and I have to behave in a certain way because otherwise I think I'd be a nightmare. Um, like, I do forget... A lot of time I forget sort of where I am. Or not even that. Like you mentioned in the last episode, sometimes I swear quite a lot and I don't realise that I'm doing it. Like, I genuinely have no idea. Sometimes you say to me afterwards, stop swearing, and I'll be like, I didn't swear. When did when did I swear? So, like, that... Um, and also, I also have a habit of just saying stuff that I don't think is you know like too much information or unnecessary or a bit weird but sometimes I'll just say it because I haven't really remembered like where I am or how people might react to what I'm saying so I do find that maybe the more you're around NT people or I don't know just people in general I suppose you can work out what is societally acceptable because I'm terrible at that. Sometimes I forget and it's probably because I don't have that much interaction um, that I, I do forget. Some Or someone will say one thing that's quite... Maybe it's quite tame, but they've said something that's a little bit risque, but like a tame version. And I'll think, well, they've said that, so now I can go for the full-on... I can tell them anything. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I get what you mean. Like, it's a, it's a good way to... Um... <sighs> Like it's almost like um, you know, like one of those like nature programs. It's a good way to study NT behavior, <laughs> uh, so you know how to interact with people correctly. Because friends will more so than strangers tell you when you're doing something that's either annoying or you're being like um, rude yeah. or you've behaved in a way that's not appropriate for the situation. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're friends with someone, they'll go, "Well, I probably shouldn't have said that." Uh, and I guess that's, I mean, like family do it too. Yeah. But family will do it in a way that's, I suppose it's different. Like when you're close to someone in like in a friendship way, they'll just tell you how it is. Whereas family might tell you how it is. But it's, I suppose, I don't know, being told you've behaved in a, there's just a way your like dad will do it to the way your like friend will do it. Yeah. Um, your dad will just be more like, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> don't make me tell you again. Like just stop it. Whereas, like, if you talk to a friend, they just go, ooh, yeah, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. And then you're just like, why? And they're just like, well, you know, because they'd like this. And you go, ah, yeah, right, yeah. And, like, I know what I'm like. I think, like, the more I do it, then the better I become. Like, if I'm around people a lot, then, you know, I slowly, especially, like, when I was at school, the more I was around people, 
the better I was at it. But because I've gone quite a long time now, not being around people all the time, I do have a thing where I start off really quiet because I am. That's not like a, I don't put that on and it's not a shy thing. I am just in general quite quiet. Yeah. But if I'm at like a social event, I start off a little bit quiet, but then I'm like, oh, I should probably, you know, try and fit in by being social. I don't know why I think that. I should just stay quiet. That's where I'm comfortable. That's my thing. But sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll try and I'll try and talk to people because that will help me fit in. And then, you know, we'll start having a bit of a joke and I'll think, great, we're having a joke. This is good. If there's anyone that can take a joke too far, it's me. I like, I will say stuff and then like, it's like everything's going really well. And then I'll say one more thing that I think fits in with the joke and just, just silence. I'm just met with silence and I think, oh no. Oh, Moms no. are covering their children's hands yeah. with their hands. Yeah, yeah, like like people look at me like I've just said the worst thing ever, and like I'm not just talking about swearing here. Like I might just say something that is just not considered funny, and it just it might be like inappropriate or whatever. Yeah, and you've I have, not got that part of you that's telling you don't say that. Yeah, so like nothing in my brain goes. And then I think, okay, I'll just go back to being silent then. And then I'm just the person where all they've got of me is silence and then this one terrible comment. <laughs> yeah, it, to them they're just sort of like, oh, that's why she doesn't talk much. Yeah. Because she's a hideous person. Yeah. So I think, like, I think that is definitely a benefit of, like, friendships is they can teach you. And I don't think that, like, every time I've had a friendship, like Chris, who we've mentioned... I don't like it's it's not that I didn't like Chris like I did I did like Chris as a person like he was quite funny I just don't think I like I don't seek it out I don't but it wasn't like I forced myself to hang out with him because one good thing about him as well is he knew that I wasn't very social into this stuff so if he said oh hang out with me and I said no I don't want to he'd be like cool that's fine yeah and that's yeah. Yeah, that's still one of the things I don't understand is when people just say, Hey, do you wanna hang out? And then you when you if you've ever said yes to that, you go around the house and you just sit and watch telly with them and I just think like, Well, I was already doing this. Yeah. What difference does it make there's now two of us doing this? Yeah, whereas with Chris, he totally knew what I was like with food. He was quite similar, so he'd be like, Should we go for lunch? And I'd be like, Yes, Chris. Yeah, yeah, you did a... used to do that. Yeah. And I remember you used to used to go for food in places. Yeah, we'd go to different places. There's loads of places in Bournemouth that do like different vegan stuff and Chris would come with me um to vegan restaurants and he'd like trying it out as well so that was like a thing we would do so I liked that because that's something that I'm into so it's not that I hate socializing with people I didn't hate that it's not like that was a chore it's just yeah I don't really understand the I don't seek it out I don't need it and also I find it odd when people have to make up all these weird excuses of well, I can't do that because I'm doing this when they're lying. I'll, whereas, like, with me, if you ask me to do something I don't want to, I'll probably just reply with, no, I don't feel like it. Because that's that's the truth. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I just don't... Um, like, say, like I'm saying, I don't... I don't... I didn't, like, hate my friends or secretly I was just like, you guys are all annoying. I just don't... Um, I don't get the same... I don't know. I don't... I, I suppose I don't get enjoyment from it. I don't hate it. But I don't feel like it's contributing anything like in the enjoyment department, you know. Um, I always just used it more as a way to 
appear normal um, and to learn things about people. But I, I never did it as a way to... Um, I never thought, do you know what I'd like right now? I'd like to go have a coffee with whoever. It'd always be them that suggested it first, you know? Yeah. I'd never be the one. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. should meet up. But then if they said it, sometimes I'd go, sometimes I wouldn't. Uh, sometimes I'd go just because I'd be interested in seeing, like, just sometimes if I could still do it. If I haven't done it in a while, do you know what I mean? I'd go for a socialise because then I sometimes think I'll go out for a socialise. They'll see me. We'll have a coffee. We'll talk. They'll then tell their friends, oh, yeah, I had a coffee with Nicky. And then they're like, oh, Nicky, yeah, that's normal. He's normal. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I used to kind of do it for those reasons. Every now and then I'd just like appear out in public. <laughs> So I wasn't some sort of like mythical creature that people are aware of, but I've never seen. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else? I felt mm. like, do you have any more like little thoughts there? No. I it's, was not, just... it's not a trick. I'm not saying you have to. No, no. I was just thinking, because I do remember when I did first come to uni, I remember my dad a couple of times on the phone sort of saying like, oh, have you gone on any nights out recently? And I'd be like, no. And I do remember my dad being a bit like, well, you should. You should, like, get out there. But I think this is obviously, like, he didn't know that I was autistic and whatever. And I, I think, yeah, I think I had in my head that people did it because of reasons like that. They felt like they should and not because they genuinely wanted to. But now I'm realising they, they genuinely want to, but that's just not for me. I think it took a long time for me to realise that it's not for me. I think yeah. it took me a long time to realise that it's not me being like really weird and it's not I'm having a bad day or whatever. It's just my personality isn't the sort that like really like that. For the most part, if like I have to plan a perfect evening for myself, it's going to involve being in my own flat, watching what I want to watch on TV or reading or doing something, you know, kind of solitary Uh I don't really want to be out and about in public where there's like loud noises, bright lights, and I have to maintain conversation that, you know, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not big on maintaining, like I'm not very, I'm better at being a listener than a talker. So if I feel like I have to talk is that's uncomfortable, especially if it's going to be small talk. Cause like who wants to do that? That's awful. So yeah, like for me, I'm always just going to prefer being in by myself. Yeah, I'm not one of those people as well, especially because, like, I'm uh, a guy. I'm not one of those guys that, like, needs, like, male bonding nights. Yeah. Because, you know? like, I know there's, there's a big thing with, like, males in general. Do you remember we all go watch football together? Or, uh, do you mean go out for a beer? Yeah. Or that kind of thing. Or, do you mean we all play online on, like, Call of Duty or something? Uh, I'm not one of those ones that requires, like... You always hear guys, like, especially guys that are, like, in relationships with girls... You know what I mean? Like that they live with and like that kind of thing where they're just like, oh, you know what I need? I need some good male bonding. Like I, I never, I never like crave any of that either. Yeah. Um, which I've never understood. And I'm sure you're not one of those people that, well, I've never known you to. You've never fancied like a girly night. No, I mean, I'm not very, I'm not very girly if I'm honest. Like I'm not that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just not... saying like you've never like fancied it. Because no. women do it too. Women do the female bonding nights oh, yeah, where they yeah. go have a night with the girls. Like it's, it's a weird thing that I definitely have heard phrases um do you know what I mean like uh NT things you know especially now like it's always on social media like you know when people talk about like the squad 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I don't ever get any of that. I think one thing, because we hang out a lot, and yeah. I never think of that as a chore, like genuinely. I don't think there's ever been a time where you've been like, oh, we should do this, and I've thought like, no, that's effort. But I do think one good thing is, like the other night, for example, we were sat like on the sofa, it was the evening, I had my Sudoku book and was doing my Sudoku and you were playing on yeah, the PlayStation. Yeah, playing Evil, yeah. You were playing Resident Evil. We just weren't talking. Yeah. There was like the silence in the room. <laughs> yeah, I guess you couldn't do that normally. But yeah, that's like me and you hanging out. Is yeah. You're doing one thing. We just happen to be occupying the same space. Yeah, and we like it's not that we never talk. Obviously, we, we talk. But a lot of the time as well, like our conversations, you'll be talking about something that you're quite into. Like, for example, politics. Because, yeah. you know, you have certain special interests. And I'll be listening and that's where I feel quite comfortable. I'll make like the odd comment. I'll like throw in a bit here and there. But I like listening to you talk because you like, and I think you quite like talking. Probably. More than listening. I would say. Uh, yeah, definitely. You, yeah, you're not a big listener. <laughs> so I, I guess our, we hang out quite a lot and it's not a struggle, but I we do just sort of, it slots in quite well because mm. uh, I feel quite comfortable being silent with you. Whereas with a lot of people, there is always this pressure. For a lot of people, there's silence. It's like it's considered an awkward silence and it needs to be filled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, yeah. And again, like, I would rather listen than talk. You would mm. rather talk than listen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I definitely talk too much. No, I don't think you talk too much. I think you talk like the right amount. I think it's funny because if you, once you're hooked on to a topic, like that's the next, uh, yeah. the next hour. But again, I like that because then I can listen. I feel really comfortable because I'm like, oh, thank God. Like I'm not going to be put under pressure here to talk. You're not going to pause for me to fill in like my five minutes, no. I, which I like. I like not having the pressure of it. It's mm. very calming. Yeah. That's yes. it. That's it for this week. Uh, this episode is over. Over. Uh, next week, don't know what we're doing. I have a list. There are three topics I am moving around on. Uh, it just depends which one feels right at the time. Yes. Uh, but yeah, like I say, thanks for everyone that's listening. Thanks for everybody in the group. Uh, thanks for all the people that sent when us. When are we going to do next week's episode? Oh, I know. We're away. Next weekend is my brother's wedding, so we're off all next weekend. So we're going to have to record it. Just before we go, or we're going to have to record it on the night we get back. Maybe the night... We, well, we might have stuff to talk about, because that is going to be a big social event. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see how that goes. Maybe after. We'll do it after. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, yep. Yeah. Like I say, just join, we're on our... Oh, let me start that again. We've got a Facebook page. Obviously, those of you that listen to this that aren't on it yet, there's a group in there if you want to join and talk about the things we've been talking about. Talk about the stuff that you want to talk about yourself. Anything you want to ask anyone. Loads of people are doing that. Loads of people are getting loads of advice. Uh, it's all going well. Everybody's getting help with stuff. So um, go on there. Like it's not really like we're not really we don't do like facts or like even if stuff we've talked about you feel like you don't agree with. It's not like if you then talk to us in the group and be like I don't agree with anything you're saying. I'm not going to be like, well, then get out of the group. Then. Oh, no, that's good. Like, I actually love like, Yeah, so, like, even though this particular topic, like, it's not like I'm saying everybody on the spectrum doesn't like having friends. I'm sure there's people that do. It just happens to be that me and Scarlett don't. But if you are someone that does, like, you can talk about why and what you get from it and that kind of thing. Or if you're someone that hasn't got um, autism, but you know somebody that has, and you're trying to figure out what they're like, like, it kind of helps sometimes with that as well. 
Um, like I say, it's not like I hate anybody that I've ever considered my friend. It's just, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't have the same urges and I do feel like it's got something to do with an emotional level that you get from friends that I just don't have. And that makes it harder for me to do certain things. But yeah, it's them Asperger's on Facebook. Just join the group. You have to get like let in by us, but I will let everybody in unless it's like a bot, but I usually do a quick check of your, when your account comes up, I do like a quick just once over, you know, like how long you've been on Facebook, how many friends you've got, what groups you're in, just to check so I don't let any of the bots in. I accidentally let some in before. I won't do it again. I got rid of them. They're not coming back. Uh, so like, uh, yeah, I've been replying to some messages of myself as well lately, which is good. Yeah, um, Nikki did a long reply the other day. Yeah. So um, I was very impressed. But yeah, if you want a private messages, you can. Or if you just want to talk to you in the group, you can. Or if you've got any topics you want us to talk about, get in there and message them to us. Like, like I said, I've got three topics at the moment, but we will get around to talking about your topic at some point. I think one of the topics we're going to do next week is actually somebody else's has said we should do an episode on that. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Anything you want to add? Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Yes. And... Bye.